Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I'm an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to The Art of Unraveling. Well, as I record this, it is Valentine's Day, and I wanted to share a little bit about self-love. Because, you know, Valentine's Day is really focused on couples, and that's wonderful. And also, I think it's really important to focus on ourselves and how we're loving ourselves because so much of love is directed outside of us. And I know nowadays, self love is, you know, a, a hot topic that a lot of coaches and other people talk about, but. It never hurts to keep talking about it. It never hurts to bring up some pieces that I see in my work with clients. So back in, I think the year was 2015, I created a program called the 40 Days of Radical Self-Love. And it's a daily email that you get from me every day with a little exercise to start building radical self-love for yourself. And to rewire your brain so that you see how important it is to fill up your own cup first. And self-love gets a lot of, self-love is miscommunicated a lot. We think it's, you know, oh, I'm going to get a massage. That's self-love. I'm taking a bubble bath. That's self-love. Getting my nails done or a facial or whatever. And all of those things are really nice and can definitely put in the self-care love category. But it's important to remember that self-love is so much more than that. And, you know, self-love is not shaming yourself when you mess something up, when you make a mistake. It's forgiving yourself for things that happened in the past that maybe you're still holding on to. It's working on quitting the abusive language that you say to yourself, which you may not even realize because it's so common. It's so You're so used to it that you don't even realize it's there. Recently, just this past weekend, I was out with my partner, William, for dinner. And it was, so it was Valentine's Day weekend. And just randomly, I was like, let's just go grab something to eat because I really don't feel like cooking tonight. I'm tired, whatever. Don't want to make a mess in the kitchen. It was one of those kinds of nights. And I wasn't dressed up. I just wanted to like, I had like a sweatshirt on and we were at like a low key restaurant. And I ended up running into a friend and she has been on one of my retreats in the past and more of kind of like an acquaintance friend anyway, but you know, know her, love her, all of that good stuff. Haven't seen her in a really long time. And she comes over and she knows William as well. And she's like, oh, Valentine's Day dinner. That's so sweet. You guys are so cute. And I immediately out of my mouth came, oh, this wasn't planned. That's why I look the way that I do. And the second it came out of my mouth, I wanted to retract it. 
It's like, I just wanted to like, be like, ah, why did I say that? I want to scramble it back in. And I sat with it later. Thankfully, I have a lot of awareness now to catch these things. I want to get even better so they don't come out of my mouth, but certainly I'm working on it. And what I, when I sat with it, I was like, why the hell did I say that? That was, that was kind of mean towards myself. Like what? I can't go out to dinner in, I think I even had makeup on too, but like I had a sweatshirt, a zip up sweatshirt and was looking like, not like I was going out to dinner kind of thing. Why did I have to explain that? Why did I have to, why did I feel the need to explain that to her? Less than 24 hours later, the next morning, I got up and I went to a hot yoga class. And I just keep my, I keep a yoga mat in my car. And it's a yoga mat that I've used outdoors. So it's dirty. I've, it's my oldest yoga mat, but I like it because it, I haven't found one since. Like I've bought other yoga mats. They do not add up. It's like cushy enough. And my hands don't typically slide unless I'm really sweaty. And it just, it's my favorite yoga mat, but it's really old and it's really dirty. And so as I'm unrolling it and sitting next to a friend, a yoga friend, I felt the need to explain to her. I was like, yeah, this is all I had was my outdoor yoga mat. And I'm explaining it like what? I don't want her to think that I'm like a dirty person or something. So it was just these two things that really stood out to me that I was like, why did I feel the need to explain that? And I think it comes back to, and I know a lot of women do that. So that's why we're talking about this today. It comes back to this needing people to see you a certain way. For instance, I don't want people to see me as a dirty slob that goes out to dinner in a sweatshirt when that doesn't matter. And I was doing that. So why, why feel the need to explain and what's wrong with that? Like where that's a judgment on my part. So anything that you're feeling that you need to explain about yourself is because you're judging it. Okay. When I explained that I don't, I didn't dress up for dinner to this woman, she was like, oh my gosh, you always look great. It was like she was trying to buffer me up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, why did I say this? That's an abusive language. And as I share, it's completely unconscious. I didn't think about that first. But the, now that I'm talking about it so much and calling myself out, you can bet that I'm probably going to think about it next time. And I'm probably going to be able to tell myself, like, that's that's not nice. That's not okay to say about yourself. And who cares? It needs to come back to this level of not giving a F, right? That you can be who you are in any moment unapologetically. And when we can get to that space, then that's we're much more free. When we're holding on to some illusion of who we think we are, that we need people to see us as. And for me, in particular, I know that I have struggled in the past with being a coach, being a leader for other women and for other people, 
makes me think that I have to present myself a certain way. And that is such BS. And I've really worked on rewiring that for myself, but it still shows up, especially living in a smaller town. So that is a level of self-love. It's recognizing that and it's recognizing that that's abusive to oneself. That, you know, it's almost like the little part, the little girl part of me that is messy and disorganized sometimes. It's like I shame her when I'm like, I don't really look like this normally. You know, or, I don't really have a dirty yoga mat all the time. I have other mats that are clean. And it just doesn't matter. And yet there's that little trauma baby inside of us that thinks she needs to explain things. We're explaining our life away. So this is part of the undoing that we want to rewire when it comes to self-love. As I say, it's multifaceted. It's way deeper than you could ever think possible. And our society likes to tell us as women that we are supposed to be all things to all people. So we get wired to believe that our value comes from what we do for others instead of from just being who the F we are. A lot of women that come to me when we start talking about self-love and honoring yourself, discontinuing the shame and the being hard on yourself and the criticizing yourself for things, a lot of women will say, well, I think it's kind of selfish to focus on myself. And that's because our society is so backwards. And it teaches us, again, that we're supposed to be all things to all people. You're supposed to be the best mom. You're supposed to be everyone's rock. You're supposed to hold everything together and work a full-time job and come home and work your second full-time job as a mom. And it's, it's just impossible. And these days, there is more autoimmune disorders across the globe, but uh, particularly with women, an unexplainable disease than ever before. And it's because we're depleted. It's because we are taught to be in our masculine energy so much more than in our feminine. We have masculine and feminine energy within us, and the masculine is that driving force. It's the part of us that gets things done. And it's it's the yang to our yin. The feminine is the yin. It's more receptive. It's flowing. It's being in that flow nature. Sometimes it's slowing down. It's feeling your feelings. It's intuitive. It's creative. It's not structured. And we need both. And I believe that as women and myself included in this, I have a thyroid condition that I'm working on, but I'm on thyroid medication. My hormones have been disrupted. I suffered from adrenal fatigue on at least two different occasions. And it's because I learned part of it is my what we talk about in here through my childhood traumas. I learned to achieve. I learned that being an achiever And uh, getting things done brought me love and attention. But I also was doing it because I never felt good enough. So I was continually trying to prove 
through all my doing that I was good enough. This stuff is the deeper self-love. It's owning our patterns. It's understanding why we do the things that we do. It's understanding that we have both feminine and masculine energy within us, men as well. And as a woman, if I am not balancing my doing with being, then I'm going to deplete myself and I'm going to pay the price of that later in life or, you know, sooner or later. And it's about being present too. Like self-love is about being present to your body, present to your emotions, understanding that you have to get quiet enough to hear what your body's trying to tell you. You have to get quiet enough to hear what that inner child is begging of from you or scared of and what's driving your behavior to be more masculine, for example. Self-love is so much more and our society does not set us up well as women. Our society is not set up for feminine energy. Our society is set up for masculine energy. So we have to work against what everybody around us is doing, against what society and our maybe our parents and school systems and friends and everybody else is telling us or is doing. And we have to rewire that part of us to show up for the feminine, to show up for self-love, to show up for our intuition and our creativity. So my challenge for you this week is to see if you can put your to-do list away for a little bit. I mean, I know it's different for people that work for another employer, right? You work for a nine to five. There are certain things you have to do, but maybe it's like going out and taking a walk instead of working through your lunch. Maybe it's making sure that you get up in the morning and go work out before work or something or sitting in meditation, you know, like, or it's coming home in the afternoon, the evening, and taking 10 minutes of complete silence where you just lay in your bed with no phone, no TV, no people, and you just lay down for 10 minutes and just close your eyes and you just be. And if you have your own business or more flexibility in your schedule, it's like putting your to-do list away and just seeing. I'm, I'm playing with that right now in my business, which there's always something to do. If I want to do something, there's always something there to do. But I'm trying to play with just kind of flowing through my day a little bit more. And it's like my intuition will tell me, oh, don't forget this. Oh, let's do that. And so it's like I kind of am just like playing with this yin and yang energy instead of like I have to sit down from between these two these hours and do this kind of work. And it's just very restrictive and it's not my true nature. And I still have to get things done. So there's a balance but we can balance our feminine and masculine energy. So I kind of talked about two different topics today, feminine, masculine energy, and also self-love. But try that out this week. Let me know how it goes. If you want to do my 40 Days of Radical Self-Love program, there is a special on it. If you sign up right now um, through this week, you get my one month of the Unravel to Rise monthly membership for free. So message me at the Sensitive CEO uh, 
at gmail.com. You can also find me at the sensitive CEO on TikTok and on Instagram and Facebook. So you can send me a message in any of those places. Make sure to like, follow, and share. And if you like this podcast, please, I would be so appreciative if you could share it with your friends and family. It would mean so much to me to get this love out into the world more. So I'm cheering you on into deeper, deeper, radical self-love for yourself. Because the more of us that step into that and honor ourself, the more this planet will evolve. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, you are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.